AM 750 WSB. If our religious beliefs in the United States of America offend anybody who is a non-believer, I have some advice for them. Leave! Herman Kane, Solutions for a Better America. This is your host, Herman Kane. Thank you for joining us. Because we're going to tell you the truth. We're going to give you the facts. Because we want you to be better informed and better inspired to be a part of helping to make this a better America. Breaking news, breaking news every day with Herman Kane and the most connected man in Washington, Jamie Dupree. Hello, Herman. How are you, Jamie? Very good, buddy. How about yourself today? I'm doing great. Uh, we need a little clarity to some confusion here relative to the Trans-Pacific Partnership and the Trade Promotion Authority. Yeah, there's a series of different trade bills that move through the Senate and will probably move through the House over today and tomorrow. They, uh, the, the basic goal is to set the stage so that the administration can finalize the agreement that they're negotiating right now with a number of other countries in the Asia-Pacific region that will fulfill this Trans-Pacific Partnership trade agreement. That deal is not done. When you've heard lawmakers say that they can go into a room where the uh, you know the data is being kept and you it's secret you can go in there and look at it that's what they've negotiated so far but none of the stuff in that room is being voted on by the congress right now the votes mainly that will be coming one the fast track authority as it's called and it's really not that fast when you get down to it but it sets up a structure by which the congress then can consider future trade agreements. It would then require a level of consultation and transparency so that Congress and the public would know the full details of any agreement. I think if I remember correctly, you've got to lay it out there for 60 days and it's, you know, got to have hearings and it gets, that's when we talk about that any trade agreement would later get a full up or down vote in the House of Representatives. Some of the other measures, like there's something called TAA, which is Trade Adjustment Assistance, that would provide uh, aid to uh, workers and companies and farmers and others who might be adversely impacted by foreign trade. You know, you open up more imports, you open up more right. exports, there might be somebody who could lose. You can't have a win-win-win for everybody. And so this is what's called trade adjustment assistance. That was the last time, I think, uh, um, uh, in the Bush years, I think when they did this, they did the exact same thing. They approved something for trade adjustment assistance. So. Nothing that is being done by either the Senate a few weeks ago or the House today or tomorrow, nothing approves any trade agreement. There's no right. automatic approval or anything. They're simply setting the stage for the future TPP, the Trans-Pacific deal, at some point in time that will be finalized. We'll all go, yay, it's a trade agreement. And at some point in time, it'll be voted on then by the House and the Senate. And at that point then the details will be fully out there for everybody to see. Okay, now what's Trade Promotion Authority? Trade Promotion Authority then deals the TPA with, uh, that's, that's, that's really the fast-track legislation there, the Trade Pr Promotion Authority bill. And that has, uh, uh, you know, obviously, it's got a lot of uh, opponents in the, in the Democratic Party. It's got a lot of opponents on the, on the Republican side, but a lot fewer. It has, TPA is the legislative procedure by which lawmakers set out U.S. negotiating objectives, they spell 
spell out the oversight and other consultation processes during the trade negotiations, and it gives the president the right to strike these deals, then lay them before the Congress, and you get a straight up or down vote on them. So there's a number of different things here that uh, uh, that are in play that will be voted on. And But again, no deal gets approved in the next two days. That, that's If you hear that from anybody, that's just not the case. So the debate that's going to start later today is going to be about the Trade Promotion Authority? Uh, let's see. Let me make sure. I know it's a different bill. It's uh, a different bill. It's a different thing. Hold on one second here, because they sent this out at 2.35 this morning uh, to uh, make the change. What's uh, up today first is the Trade Preferences Extension Act. That extends, let's go through it, Title I extends the African Growth and Opportunity Act. Title II extends a general system of preferences. Well, there's some stuff in there about cotton-eligible article uh, tariffs and travel goods. There's a preferential duty treatment program for Haiti. There's uh, tariffs on certain recreational performance outerwear, duty treatment on specialized athletic footwear, some miscellaneous provisions on dealing with poverty and hunger. There's some offsets in there with customs user fees uh, and uh, financial accounts. That's what that's about today right so you see you dig into it and there's a lot of little mini trade things but I uh, you know this this has been like trying to nail jello to the wall to try to explain it <laughs> I, I, I've tried that that doesn't work too well everybody thinks that we're about to vote on this deal yes and we're not that's the perception got yeah. it okay and the administration and backers have not helped themselves by having this secret room where you go look at right. the at the language that's not the language of any bill we're voting on that is what has been worked out so far with these other countries. And I think the reason they're trying to show it to lawmakers is say, see, this is what's in it. And then, of course, that only spurs a lot of people to say, well, this is secretive. They're trying to jam it through. Remember, that deal, which is not finalized officially, but it sounds like it's almost there, whenever they get it done, then that has to be laid out on the open record. Congress will be able to hold hearings. We'll be able to dig through it and see what's exactly in it. Do you recall if I heard briefly Senator Jeff Sessions talking uh, against one of these, but I'm not sure which one it was. Do you know? No, I, I would think that Sessions has been against most of them because okay. uh, just uh, simply not wanting to give the president the fast-track authority. I mean, interviewing a number of Republicans and Democrats in recent days, uh, look, we're upside down here. It's it's like we've gone through the looking glass because we have mostly Republicans sticking by the side of the president, even though a lot of Republicans grind their teeth when they talk about the Obama administration. But their argument is that free trade and opening trade is simply better. You can reduce tariffs. I mean, for example, there's a lot of uh, beef producers in the U.S. that have been dying to get their beef into Japan. But the Japanese for years have used a series of tariffs to make it impossible for our products to get in there. One of My first job up here on the Hill, Herman, was as an agriculture cultural reporter, a farm reporter back in the mid-1980s. And I remember doing all sorts of uh, stories about trade, uh, the U.S. fighting to get its products into, first it was uh, Canada and Mexico, then Australia, then especially into Southeast Asia, the Japanese. There's always been uh, all kinds of troubles there in which they've used tariffs to block our products. And so this is an effort to try to reduce those and say, let's level the playing field and allow our products to get in their markets and their products to get in ours as well. Does that mean putting similar tariffs on this end? No, reducing them. Reducing we, yeah, them. Yeah, if, if we see. have them, if we have any that are there, then the idea is you reduce yours, we reduce ours, and level Got the it. playing field. Now, one of the problems, especially in the ag community, is then you get into the whole issue of subsidies, government right. help, et cetera, which uh, I don't know that there's really a quote-unquote level playing field with that when it comes to farm subsidies. Uh, but, yeah, that is an animal that's certainly a, a big problem. Now, one of the, I, I saw a story yesterday on the Internet that raised uh, questions about, well, this is going to be used by the president 
president to change immigration law and different things like that. And I had a good chuckle because somebody came up with some documents that were on the Internet yesterday, and it showed all this different stuff, and they had some immigration expert evaluated. And then I read the documents. God forbid you actually do that. And there was a line in there that said, none of this can be used to, to deal at all with questions of citizenship or legal status or anything like that. And I sort of thought to myself, well, that sort of needed to be in the headline there. So uh, the, the Republicans find themselves, those in support, fighting a lot of trying to snuff out a lot of wildfires about the bill that they say just aren't true. Right. And when you look through it, yeah, you don't see a lot of that stuff, but it certainly has uh, fostered an awful lot of opposition. And as you said, uh, members of Congress being able to take a sneak peek at some of this stuff does not help to clarify no, things. No, it sounds like when you talk about secret, like, you know, yep. I, I don't know how many times I've been yeah. asked on the air, well, why won't they tell us what they're voting on? <laughs> well, because they're not voting on that yet. Not well, yet. Nope. All they're doing in the last time, I think it was... It was about 2002 in the Bush administration. We went through this same thing. They wanted to give the vote, uh, the vote to give the Bush administration the power to negotiate these trade agreements and then fast track them, expedite the structure, of the process to get it through the Congress. It was a very close vote then. It'll be a very close vote this time. I bet. Wow. ISIS crisis, 450 soldiers. Really? Yeah, this is interesting because uh, from both sides, the White House is getting flack over this. You've got, uh, you know, Democrats who are worried that we're seeing mission creep because you add another 450 into, uh, into Iraq, even as advisors and more. They're not on the ground fighting, but, you know, there's Democrats and say, hey, yeah, this sounds like we're getting deeper and deeper, and soon enough it'll be troops and more. The, the, the administration has said repeatedly, and the president has made very clear, he does not want to do that. On the other hand, you have Republicans who say, 450? Are you kidding? Well, what's that going to do? You've right. you got to do something more. Right. So, I, I mean, I do think that in the bottom line is this. This president is just, he's, he's not, and I, you can... Listeners can figure out whether it's good or bad, but he is not going to take that next step to send large numbers of U.S. troops no. back to Iraq. I just don't see that happening. No. I mean, could it change? Of course, something could change. But right now, I just don't see that to fight the Islamic State and to help prop up the Iraqi government. And so this middle ground, which a lot of Republicans say is almost as bad as doing nothing, uh, I don't think they're going to get much more than that out of the Obama administration at this time. Well, I would agree. And the frustrating thing is, look, some Republicans and some people that not, aren't in Washington think that the answer is this whole buildup of sending more troops in. But if you don't have a clear strategy and you send them in there, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, so that's part of the frustration. Nancy Pelosi, in fact, in the last few minutes in her news conferences, said she does back this new White House plan to send more, more military trainers to Iraq. But, you know, when you get into it, it's not that many will really have a big impact in Anbar province. Uh, that's, that's an open question. Very open question. Well, thanks a lot, Jamie. More excitement than you can uh, shake a stick at, Herman. And no, the reason how, how, about, how about more confusion than I can shake a it stick is. at? It is. How about this? Why aren't they <laughs> finishing the trade votes tonight, Herman? Why aren't they going to stay late and do that? It's because tonight is the annual congressional baseball game. And so, uh, are you kidding? Republicans and Democrats will be over at National Stadium where the Washington baseball team plays, and they'll be playing there. It's been, I, I remember when I was a little kid <laughs> and my parents worked on the Hill, it was a big deal back then. They played at RFK Stadium when we had the Senators here. And the game sort of uh, over the years has been kept alive, and now that we have our own baseball team, it's become a much bigger deal. So the Republicans will be playing the Democrats. I think the Democrats have about, if I remember correctly, 
correctly, like a seven or eight year winning streak. We'll see who wins on that tonight. Where where are they going to be playing? Uh, at the National Stadium here, just a few blocks from the Capitol. Not Redskins Stadium? Uh, no, no, not at the, <laughs> the Redskins Stadium, nope. <laughs> No, not at RFK or at the other one. Yep. Is Harry going to referee? You know, I don't know. (laughs) Thanks a lot, Jamie. See you, Herman. You're listening to the Herman Cain Show. When you're listening to Herman Herman Cain, you won't miss any breaking news. And you'll never miss out on a single solution for a better America. Herman Cain is on Coast to Coast. Wouldn't that be a photo op? Harry Reid at Redskins Stadium. Coming up, rapid fire. (laughs) Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.